0: Hey, Yusuf.
1: Hey, yeah, this is Yusuf here. Yeah. Wow, Thank it's, you.
0: It's I really, I really appreciate you taking the time, Yusuf.
1: How are you? Oh, well, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing okay. You know, uh, in, in spite of of all the madness,
0: <laughs> I, I, I still can't believe they executed him. I have to say.
1: Man, that was something else, you know. That uh, I mean, uh, that you know, I promised you that I I also believe I said, well, they're gonna either uh, give a the execution or or you know, or something like that. But but look, uh, uh, his his last words to me was like, he said, either they exonerate me from from this or they execute me i said man you you, you won't accept a uh 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 a life in prison he said no, i won't accept that because he said uh he, how is he gonna accept that when he, he didn't commit no crime you know so uh uh he was uh you know he was adamant about uh, his uh innocence you know uh, of the crime you know
0: i know i spoke to him. Oh, I spoke to him you know leading up to the execution and I and I had said the same thing I had said we're going to get you exonerated yeah. and he was like that's the only thing I want like I'm not staying in jail like this is enough I didn't do anything so if, if they're not going to let me out then I'd rather be executed he said oh, the same thing man. to me man, he was like a... he said I don't want life in jail he's like I, and I said no we'll fight to get you out and he's like it's been long enough I did not do anything wrong you know and if you read the transcripts and you read the facts, you know he didn't do anything wrong.
1: Yes, yes, I'm saying. And so yeah.
0: it's absolutely heartbreaking that he, they literally murdered him, and the whole world watched, and there was nothing we could do. Uh,
1: ain't that some? I mean, that look. Uh, uh, I'm uh, I'm telling you this because you know. Uh, well, you know, let you know how, how you know changes that I went through when when. When you know he told me that, I was like, man, uh, you know, you really have to have a, a deep, a deep conviction to, you know, to stand up to something like that, you know. Yeah. Yep. either you exonerate me or you kill me. I said, man, uh, you know, I couldn't understand that, but you know, uh, uh, I had to, uh, to the best of my ability, uh, uh, you know, assist and help him out to the best way I could, you know. Now. With the with the uh with the last moments, let me explain to you what happened.
0: We 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 do me a favor. Will you walk me through the last day, like from start to finish. What happened?
1: Yes, yes, I will. So Thanks. the last day, the last day, uh, I went to visit him. At, it was approximately about one thirty, and when I got there, his sisters were there, his father was there. His uh, brother-in-laws were there. His uh, his daughter was there with her grandchild, Aww. with it with his grandchild. Yes. And and everybody was look, uh, you know, like, we were all feeling good and you know talking nice and you know we were hoping for the best and and but you know something kept on telling me, well, look, just deal with this on a, on a on a level that. They might execute him, you yeah? know,
0: yep
1: and I was uh, uh telling him about about you know the burial plot that we you know we had contracted out in Mobile for you know for him to be buried in the in a Muslim cemetery and everything and uh and they were all in agreement with that he was in agreement with that so forth and so on so uh, about four thirty. They said uh okay, visiting uh uh hours is, is over with. And they said uh you're gonna you're gonna go back in uh to uh what they call the debt cell and uh with him you know once he gets there, then you come back there and uh and you know, his last words and this and that and so forth and so on, yeah. So when I got back there I uh, stayed with him i i went back there about about 4:30 and i stayed with him to 10 minutes after 5 10 minutes after 5 the chaplain came and told me he said wait uh, i'm Yusuf. sorry
0: who came i'm sorry
1: the chaplain
0: the chaplain
1: Cha- yeah chaplain his name is chris summers okay and uh he came back and he told me uh he said you said uh uh, where you need to go outside, and then this gentleman right here is going to come in and get you in about five minutes, you know? So I said, okay, well, you know, that's, you know, that's something that we did last night, you know? Yeah. But last time uh, they asked me uh, to wait at a gas station. This time they told me, no, you have to go up there to the Hampton Inn, uh, next to McDonald's. I don't know if you know that area up there.
0: I, I mean, I was there that day, but other
1: than that, no, I'm not yeah, familiar. Oh, and I hope to yeah, never no.
0: be there again. I, oh, man. It uh, gives so. me chills, that place, after what happened.
1: Oh, yeah. Anyway, anyway, uh, so I go up there and I'm, I'm waiting for the five minutes. Nobody showed. Ten minutes, nobody showed. Half an hour, nobody showed. And now I said, hold on, something ain't right because he was supposed to have been executed at 6 o'clock and it's a quarter after 6. And I'm, I'm calling and, you know, I can't get through to nobody. Huh. To the jail, I couldn't get through to to uh, the chaplain, to nobody. I said, well, and I couldn't just go down towards the jail because uh, the jail they had it blocked off with. With security, you know that. unless you were going in with with one of them, you couldn't get in. Yes,
0: I was there, you know, until they made us leave as well. I was outside. Yeah.
1: Oh man.
0: Yeah, I can't even think about Uh, it. It gives me, it it breaks uh, my heart all over again. I'm trying to block uh, it out, but I can't. I keep thinking about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I, I, yeah, I'll be honest. I just finished talking to a, a psychiatrist. You know. You know, it was a good friend of mine, but uh, you know, I had to leave all that behind and sit down and talk with him a little bit. Yeah, you know? I know
0: it's heartbreaking. It's
1: it's hard to yeah. talk about
0: again. So so yeah. you couldn't call anybody, obviously.
1: So I could I, I look, I promise you, I was weighing my phone down. I said, Oh man, something's something that something, something's happening that, that uh they, they you know that they're not letting me know. And so uh I you know, eight o'clock I decided, well I can't get in jail. I'm not going to be staying out here all night, you know. So uh, I I decided to drive home, which is about anywhere from thirty five forty minutes from the
0: jail. Yeah. So what time did you drive home?
1: About eight o'clock.
0: And you had heard from nobody, not one person. Nobody,
1: nobody, nobody. nobody. I I mean.
0: And who's, so, whose whose job know, was it to call you? The prison or the you know the who?
1: who? It, well, well, look, the chaplain—he was the one that sent me out, you know, because he was the go, the the go between between me and the prison officials and that type of thing.
0: You know? Why do you think he sent you out though? Like, why? What's the point? The, the execution yeah. was in forty-five minutes.
1: Ain't that something? Um, like, and you know, and I just kind of like after you know after six o'clock, I said something right here, you know, so. uh uh like I tried to call him and everything, but anyway, I, I left at eight o'clock. I got home by eight thirty, eight thirty-five. So then, it wasn't even five minutes. He called me, "Hey, you said uh, we're, we're going to come and get you." I said, "You're going to come and get me?" I said, "What?" what? I say, "What kind of stuff is this, man?" You know? Yeah. yeah. He You told me five minutes. And then uh, uh, you could have called me. You could have said, "Well, let me call you so let me know that uh, we're not going to pick him up," and that uh, uh, because we got a temporary stay of execution, you know. And then you know when I heard when I when I found out about the 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 temporary stay and it was from uh, 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 the Supreme Court, Clarence, Clarence Thomas, you know. Yep. And I said, huh. This something ain't really. Something ain't right. Right. And uh and so then uh uh when he called me and I, you know, I explained to him. I said, man, come on. You 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 had me going out there waiting, you told me you're gonna pick them in five minutes, and then nothing happens. You y'all just forgot about me. Like I, you know, uh uh so you know I felt, I felt that they just you know, because I was already in the prison. I was already down in death row. They could have just said, "Well, come on, boom, pass through here and go through the, the the viewing room or whatever the case is." You know. And so to send me out, I found I found it kind of strange at at that time. You know. And uh, and you know, so uh, you know, I basically you know, yeah, cussed him out a little bit. You know?
0: <laughs> Well, that's a, a little you know, bit is very kind. I would have probably been arrested for the way I curled yeah.
1: that out. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, uh, and, and so, so basically, you know, look, uh, uh I, uh, I was so disappointed. I was so, you know, I mean, uh, I was so enraged and, uh, that they, that they, not only treated him like that but they treated the family like that they treated me like that and and uh and the thing about it that you know I try to go about things you know trying to do things right you know as as far as you know when the autopsy i i gave the 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 uh the the warden a letter through a secretary of explaining why we wouldn't uh uh, uh, you know, do autopsies and so forth and so on. Yeah, there was against it's religious. against
0: it's against his religion.
1: Yeah, and so I I didn't get no answer whether it was so. I figured, well, at least they got the letter; they know how it is. And as, as soon as he 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 they they they, they took him over to the to, to the coroner's office. They cut him open immediately. Immediately, you know, it, it's now, just
0: you know what. What I don't understand is why they need an autopsy. They know why he died. They know yeah. how he died.
1: There's it, it, no it confusion.
0: Doesn't... I mean, they murdered him. What do they? What, yeah. what, what do they need to know? Yeah, they murdered I'm... him. That was not a. That was not a legal execution. That was straight up lynching.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, straight up, straight up, straight up lynching. Now like
0: why do you need to do a an autopsy? You know how he died. You fucking murdered yeah. him. Excuse yeah. Use my language. Sorry. Yeah, don't worry
1: about <laughs> it. Don't worry about it. But and then the thing about it was that that what really pissed me off, you know, was that they gave me the body back from one day to the other, which was what we were trying to but when they gave us the body, they gave us the body with the chest wide open. And with his head peeled back. What? With his chest wide open. And his head peeled back. They didn't even. They they didn't even. You know, let's say they could have put. And they they let somebody else sew it up. No, they sent it with the chest wide open. Huh?
0: They didn't even sew him up? No. I mean,
1: have you ever. Have you ever heard of that or seen him? and you know i saw it the, uh with with both with with uh, dominique and with him with oh my dominique God. with dominique they did the same thing and they, who
0: is who is dominique exactly
1: so i know Do, dominique was the 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 second guy uh well he was the the first guy that was executed you know is uh he was uh, executed on uh, february the 7th
0: and he was a muslim and, as well
1: yes and so uh but you know and then it took me five days, and it took me uh, they had had people calling from all over the United States to make sure that that we got the body, but they just they just dogged us out and they gave it to us five days after and then the way that they gave him back, you know that they had his chest wide open, you know how do they do that? I mean, uh, uh, these are, these are straight up, straight up criminals, you know?
0: And where, where exactly, who exactly gave you the body like that?
1: They, uh, well, you know, my funeral director, he goes and he wanted to pick up the body. They had him in, in fail, in, in, in the coroner's office and failed And, uh, uh. And that's yeah. who,
0: that's who released his, the coroner's office is who released his body dismembered, basically.
1: Yes. Yes, and are
0: they yeah. affiliated with the with the state? I mean, do they work yeah, in, yeah, in conjunction yeah, with the prison?
1: Yeah, yeah, so they they they're, they're, they're all a bunch into, of criminals. Yeah, yeah, all of them are. You know, all of them are. Every single one of them are. You know,
0: they're all, and they all protect each other because they're all part. You know, they're uh, all protected by the government because they're yeah, working yeah. directly with them.
1: Yeah, ain't that some?
0: Did anybody uh, apologize? Did anybody say, "Oh my God, it was a mistake"? Like, "Oh, we're horrified" or anything? Uh, um, no, <laughs> Not, no, uh,
1: no, uh, yeah, and and you know, and so, and the reason why look, the reason why I found out about, about the autopsy was to the family. Yeah, the family said, You said you said they they perform. I said, What man, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> And so then, what I did was that we had a massive uh, uh, calling to the to the jail to the ward, and boom, boom, boom. We, we need that body. We, and so they gave us the body the next day. But the conditions that they gave us the body that if the family would have seen that, they 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 wouldn't. I, I I they would never be right, you know.
0: Of course. Did anybody? Did you say anything to them? Like, how can you give me a body like? that?
1: No, and it's because look, uh that uh, uh uh my funeral director, he's the one that has to go pick up the body and and then bring the body, you know? So what they so when they when when we got the body, that was the conditions that was that it was in, you know. So who showed him up? So we, you know, we have a, a you know, through a, my funeral director, he has people that that do all that, does all that kind of work, autopsies, and and uh and they they came and sewed him up real quick, and uh, but you know it's it's sad, it's you know, 'cause we have to wash the body, and then shroud him, you know. Yes. And so you know, for the for the people that that we were shrouding the body, these were like young brothers that I was training for them to do that in the near future, you know? But, uh, uh, and they, you know, they dealt with it pretty good, but uh, man, it it was, it was horrifying, you know? And and just seeing, you know, looking at his face and knowing that I had spoken to him the day before and that we (laughs) hugged and kissed and and everything else and then to see him in in them condition, it had a, a, a drastic effect upon me, also.
0: Oh, know? of course. I mean, that's that's something you'll never get over. That image. I mean, did anybody actually call the coroner's office or the funeral home or wherever he was released from and say, um, "You gave him his, us his body with his chest and and head cut open." Did you guys say anything?
1: No. Uh, you know, look, because uh, uh, at, at that time we just said, "Well, man, let's let's get." we called the, one of the guys that does that kind of work. he came over and he sewed him up and all that and we kind of cleaned off all the all the blood and everything and uh and so then I was able to let the guys in and, and wash his body you know but it was an, it was an, it was an, i would i mean i would never Never think about they would do something like that to a human being, and but but these these criminals. But uh, they
0: they don't look at him as a human being. They think he's, you know, they clearly do not look at him as a human being because, as you know, Governor Kay Ivey, who refused to intervene, said all life is precious. You know that's you know nobody could have an abortion even if they were raped. But then she allowed Uh the state of Alabama to murder, you know, Nate Woods.
1: Wow. She
0: there's a video of her saying, you know, I don't know if you know this, but she signed the most restrictive abortion law, which which uh, prohibits anybody in the state of Alabama from getting an abortion, even if they're raped.
1: Oh man!
0: Because she said all life is precious, wow. but you know, apparently when it came to Nate Woods, I guess he's yeah. not a life. I guess he's not a human in her. Yeah,
1: life. and you know, and look, uh, uh, you know, to be honest with you and. And you know, look, uh, you know, I have a love for all lives, you know, oh, regardless sure. you know, I know you do and and uh,
0: and I respect that
1: and one thing about it is when you go into a home in prison, I promise you is, and i and I might say it be a little leaner, but it's like basically eighty percent blacks, of course it is, you know. I mean, did
0: you see that an article just came out that uh, the cops were found that they set up a, uh, over a thousand black men in Alabama. They planted drugs and guns on them.
1: Oh man!
0: I'll send it to you. But yeah, no, in Holman, you know, it was condemned. They said that it was the living conditions, you know, weren't up to standard for anybody to live in. But yet they let, you know, these guys on death row live there, which, you know, you can say, you know if anybody wants to give the argument of like, well, I don't care. You know, they're, they're, they're murderers. Half of them are innocent.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. We know yeah.
0: That. I mean anybody that does the work in the space knows that tons of these guys are innocent. I'm sure, obviously, wow. there. obviously there are some guilty ones, but you know, yeah, yeah. but, but there are plenty of people living there that don't belong in there in the first place. And they said that the conditions were so horrendous, they shut it down, but they'll only let death row, you know, death row inmates live there. Yeah.
1: And so what happened was that, uh, you know, You know, I have like a little connection inside the, you know, inside the jail that I can, I can text and, you know, a couple of the inmates in there, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and them brothers, uh, they told me that, that uh, of the population of Muslims that we had in the regular prison, that they, they, they broke the whole Muslim community down. There's only three Muslims left in regular population. Wow. And the other brothers are up in Montgomery, you know, different jails in Alabama. Now, uh, the thing about it is that uh, we have, you know, cases of people that I know in jail that are doing life in prison for stealing $9. What? still? Yeah, for stealing $9. You know, I I, I don't know how he stole it, but uh, but uh, you know, but life sentence because oh. you know the of the three uh uh felony rule and you know things like that. Yeah. Yeah, do you can you do
0: you uh, I'll get his information from you later. We'll look into yeah. that case and and get
1: him out. It, it, yeah, uh uh his name is uh Man, this, it's okay.
0: I know. You t- you'll text it to me later. It's it's okay. Don't worry. You don't forget. Yeah, right
1: and also, and these are just two people that I know. And also, there's another brother in there. He's Muslim. He's doing life in prison for stealing a TV. Oh my God.
0: This is, you know, this is like the new modern day slavery. This is how they, you know, yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is, did you see that movie 13? It's like, you know, now that they can't have slavery, this is what they do. They put black uh, people in jail to limit the population. It's, uh, it's really, the whole thing is so sick, you know, yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah. unfortunately I'm acutely aware of, you know, the games they play and yeah, the yeah. people they put in jail because they do the work in the space.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's
0: hard work to do because it's so upsetting and it's,
1: yeah, yeah. It makes yeah. me
0: like not, be- I mean, it makes me hate the human race. It's like
1: Ooh, when people man.
0: tell me any story and they go, You're not going to believe this story. I said, Oh, but before they say it, when they go, You're not going to believe this, I say, I do work on behalf of the wrongfully convicted, uh, on behalf of wrongfully convicted black men on death row. I'll believe it. Trust me. I, uh, I, I, there's nothing I don't believe anymore. Yeah, you know, you yeah. kind of lose faith in the human race when you
1: yeah.
0: when you really, you know, hear these stories and see them firsthand.
1: So, and look, uh, uh and so the, uh, it, Allison. That's it, right? Yes, it's Allison. Yeah, uh,
0: yes, yeah. okay. you can call me anything. I respond to
1: anything. <laughs> <laughs> I would do that. But look, the the brother that uh, <clears throat> that uh, that stole the TV and he's doing life in prison for a uh, TV. He told me, he said, "Please, brother, you said, man, don't uh, don't." Uh, you know, because I was going to put, you know, put it out there, you know, and I was No, gonna, we have
0: to, we have to. And,
1: and but he, he said, please, but you don't, don't put it out there, you know, because I, I'm, I got my lawyer and this and that and all that. Yeah. But I told him, man, look, but apparently your lawyer ain't taking care of no kind of business, you know? Uh, yeah, Which, sure. Because of that that'll be something that they'd be hearing out of me every day, you
0: know? Oh, my God. I mean, I've heard these stories before. Like, you know, yeah. someone's in jail for you know stealing a pair of sneakers for life. Yeah. And, you know, we get to work on them right away. So I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. talk about that after I'll get the info from you. Now, I have yeah. a question for you. Why? I'm interested in this. And we were speaking about this, you know, a bunch of us. I've noticed a lot of the men that I work with on death row turn Muslim in jail. Why is that is there a, is what's the correlation there it's very interesting well,
1: yeah and uh look uh uh and and that's a uh a very good question you know and because uh well a lot of them uh they you know they got they go to jail death row and you know i guess they do a lot of reading and things like that. But it is also like a strong, and I would say even stronger, uh, Muslim community on death row than is a un- regular prison population. You know? Yes,
0: I know it's people. It's all the men I've worked with on death row have turned Muslim
1: yeah, while
0: and, on death row, and I just was trying to yeah, figure out what it is. Yeah,
1: and you know I, I promise you that I, uh, because even with 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 Nate. With Nathaniel, and and I said I known uh, Nathaniel for man about I would just to put let's say I would say two years. Yes. And I didn't, you know, I didn't just meet him and nothing like that. I knew him, and but I didn't know that he was he wasn't Muslim. That he was just coming to the, uh, you know, to to the to the services to learn and and so when. He became Muslim, and I was trying to explain to him. He he already knew all the basics, you know. And I said, "Brother, we we oh the brothers from that road, they you know they teaching me." And and I said, "Oh man, so you know these brothers from that road, they they knew what they were talking about." And as far as you know, uh, uh, you know seeking uh, any forgiveness from from their creator, that's a different thing, you know. Right. And uh, but you know they uh, look to be honest, they, uh, they are stronger Muslims on death row than they is because look on death row we have Vietnamese Muslim we have uh, a, a Yemenese Muslim and all the Muslims that don't want to come out because they're embarrassed of their crimes you know.
0: Oh, they shouldn't be embarrassed. Half
1: of them didn't even do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, but I'm just saying, you know, like some that, uh, like like the Vietnamese Muslim, uh, uh, he was kind of wary about this and that because he, you know, he killed his his, his own children, yeah? Oh, gosh, well. Yeah, so well, I was like, and,
0: and And he admits it.
1: Yeah, and he okay. admits, and, you know, but he was just trying to seek some, some, uh, I guess, some spiritual, uh yeah, you know, forgiveness from God or whatever the cases, and and so you know when he wanted to become Muslim, yeah, I couldn't deny him.
0: You know. Oh wow! Uh, so you and I play very different roles. Like, you know, for me, I I can't, and you have to because of what you do. I don't have to because I'm an activist. Like, I don't have mercy for that, but I respect yeah. that that's your job. Like, yeah. I don't have mercy for somebody that killed their own kids. I don't Ooh. have mercy for somebody. That killed somebody again. You know, unless you know, obviously, I believe in restorative justice.
1: Yeah, But yeah. you know,
0: it's there's a balance there for me. I have yeah, like to pick my cases, look. and I prefer to work on people that are innocent.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. Me. It's just look, my preference. And I, <laughs> I, I understand that. Very good, you know. Uh, and the, the 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 thing about it was that I said, well, uh, the best thing I could do for you is is get you a Quran in, in Vietnamese and this and that. And to help you out to the best way I can. But my you know, my look, when when uh when they executed Dominique, he he his last words to me was he said, Imam Yusuf, what I'm gonna tell you, I want you to, to listen to this very carefully. He said, I am innocent. I said, What? He said, I'm innocent. Of what, and I said, "Oh man, you know that—that that just blew the top of my head off." I said, "Man, what, what am I, what am I supposed to do?" I, did
0: uh, he, did he maintain his innocence up until that point? All, all the way to that point. And what was his crime? I'm sorry. What's his last name? I need to Google it. I'm his not name, familiar.
1: His name was is, is well, his, his name? Is Dominique Gray?
0: Dominique Gray, and he was the first person executed in Alabama this year. Oh no. In, in, so, no, he
1: was executed uh, February uh two
0: nineteen. Yeah, so I was gonna say I know actually that N- uh, Nathaniel Nate Woods was the first person executed in Alabama this year. Yes. Um.
1: Right. Wait. So
0: Dominique, what did you say, Dominique Gray?
1: Ray R A Y
0: R A Y, and he maintained yeah. his innocence the whole time as well. And,
1: uh, yeah. He he uh uh, and he's he told me he said, uh, "Look, uh, I said look, you know, if if." If you are guilty, you have to, you know, ask God to forgive you. You know. Yeah. And but you know he's saying, but he said, man, I'm I'm innocent. I didn't. Uh-huh. He said I didn't do that. You know.
0: Said, and what was he convicted of? What was his crime?
1: He was uh, convicted of a uh, of uh, killing a thirteen year old girl. You know.
0: And he's a black man as well. Yeah. And was she a black girl or a white girl? I I,
1: I I. I, I... I really don't know, but I think she was white. You know, I think she was white. You know? Well, I'm
0: going to assume she was because if it was a black little girl, he probably wouldn't have gotten the same punishment mm-hmm. that he did. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I hate to say that, but we know how the system works. You and I. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to look into the case though because that's yeah. interesting that he also said he was innocent and yeah, the, yeah. I never heard of that case, so I'm yeah, going to have to yeah, research that.
1: So, yeah. yeah. uh, It it was another guy that was with him and the other guy was supposed to have been the one that did everything, you know, and it was something to that degree, you know. So he was basically, it was the same thing as Nate,
0: that he was just an accomplice, pretty much, they're saying?
1: Yeah, yeah, basically, you know, it was something like that, you know, and so, uh, so then the thing about it was that the other guy that was an accomplice or whatever the, he hasn't been executed, and, wow. and the one that 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 Spencer that he said that he shot the policeman. He yeah, said, he still... I <laughs> shot them. and and Nate Nathan had nothing to do with it. I shot it. Hey, it really
0: does blow your mind. I mean, what more can you ask for? You know, to prove someone's innocent, you have a confessed gunman. Who says I did it? He had nothing to do with it. And then you have the surviving officer who said the same thing. He said, he said, I never saw Nate, you know, shoot a gun. No less. I didn't even see him touch a gun. I mean, what more can somebody ask for? There's a surviving police that said it. And there's the you have a confessed gunman.
1: Oh man. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know
0: what more they could I said, you know, because obviously we were all. And we are still heartbroken and just anger, angry and outraged and shocked, you know, that they could carry through with this execution. Cause it's just a huge, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's a huge miscarriage of justice. But, yeah. you know, I said, what, you know, when all of us, you know, question everything in our minds over and over and over because that's all we do all day. I say, well, what if we did this? What if we did that? I finally had to say to them, look guys, Alabama was hell bent on murdering Nate Woods. I said, we could have dug those three, you know, the cop, the three slain cops, out of their grave, revived them, and had them speak, Ooh. and they still would have executed him.
1: Yeah,
0: I said there was literally nothing we could have done. The whole world was yeah. begging her not to do it. And listen, all we were saying was, give us, you know, you don't have to give us a, you know, a stay. You can give us a hundred and twenty-day reprieve so we yeah. can prove the facts. If yeah. you know, you don't have to give a permanent stay. You can give it a hundred and twenty-day yeah. reprieve so yeah. we can show you and prove his innocence what's the downside he's already been in jail for 16 17 years yeah Watch another 120 days mm. as you know as somebody that is you know committed to you know following the law which a governor is it's um, illegal to execute someone who's innocent so wouldn't you want to you know jot your i's and cross your t's and make sure oh, oh. that you're not executing an innocent man but no mm. they didn't care that's the thing The whole world was fighting. The whole world was watching, and there was nothing we could do to stop it. I said that literally we could have, you know, dug the three slain officers out of their grave, revived them, and had them tell them what happened. And it still wouldn't have made a difference because Alabama was just hell-bent on executing Nate Woods. They were out for blood. They were out for blood. And, you know, I think that you know some of the backstory about the corruption with the cops. So the problem, not the problem, but I think one of the main issues was that they knew if, you know, they had to go through a retrial and the world was watching and, you know, the truth came to light, it would show all the Uh, corruption, it would all be exposed and it would take so many people down. uh They wouldn't be fallen officers. They would be, you know, they would be a disgrace to to Alabama and they'd be a disgrace to the world and the country and a disgrace to any police department. And you know, the families would lose mm-hmm. the pensions they get and it would just cause a whole lot of headache for Alabama that they didn't want to deal with. So they'd rather uh, murder yeah. an innocent man than actually have to reopen that case and show all the corruption mm-hmm. that's been covered up all these years. But we said to them, look, just because you took Nate's life, this is not over. Yeah. Now we are hell bent on making sure that yeah. the story come out comes out about what went on that day and why the cops were there and how corrupt they were, yeah. and what they were doing, and you think, you know, because Nate's gone, that you silence us, hell yes. no, we have tons of witnesses from the community in Ensley that are ready to speak up now, yeah. that were scared 16 years ago, but they're mm. not scared now, yeah, you know? Fair. So who would be the person that would be responsible for actually giving, you know, Nate's body back, uh, you know, dismembered, basically? Who, who's, who, what, Who would be in charge of that if we wanted to you know, yeah, reach out uh, for a comment. Look, uh, who
1: would we uh, ask for? Uh man, uh donnie uh look, let me uh get uh with the with the funeral director and he knows more about that than 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 I would, you know. Uh, okay,
0: because I do wanna Raise some hell on that. That is, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, everything's yeah. unacceptable. Yeah. I mean, the whole process is just cruel and unusual. And what they yeah. did to this family and this man is, is is a sin. And I I just yeah. want people to be held accountable for what they've done to this family and what they did to Nate. I mean, listen. And just so you know, from our end, you know, I was you know helping Lauren, the lawyer, that morning. And when we called to make arrangements to pick up the body. They said, "Well, it's been sent out to the coroner for a an autopsy," and of course, you know, yes. Lauren was like, "What?" Lauren was like, "No, no, no, no." They know very well if this is against his religious beliefs that there we made it very clear that there was, you know, to be no autopsy. And and and, and you know, they said, "Well, you know, call this yeah, number and call yeah, that yeah. number." Same thing. We got the runaround, and we're making calls like crazy people, and we're all trying to, yeah. you know, do what we can to stop it. And finally get somebody on the phone and they say you ready for this you can't even make up you can't even make this up i literally laughed in their faces and i i I went nuts you know i I, they said well we have to send the body out for an autopsy and we asked well why do you have to send the body out for an autopsy they said because we need to determine the cause of death we said you murdered him what do you mean the cause of death you stuck a needle in (sighs) him with a lethal injection Mm. you know how he died wait you ready Mm. for the wait you ready for the Mm. next line you know what they said? Wait, just prepare yourself for this one. They said, we need to make sure there was no trauma. I'm sorry, what? You need to make sure there was no trauma? Isn't that the whole point of an execution is to, you know, it, it's all trauma. I mean, you want to make sure there's no Ooh. trauma? Well, then maybe you don't execute an innocent man. You dumb man. I mean, I, I went nuts. So we, so then we're, you know, we're all, you know, hustling and calling all these numbers. And finally we reached somebody and Lauren, the lawyer says, look, I'm about to file a restraining order for you guys to not touch his body. I mean, it was so early, yeah. like, I don't know how they moved so fast. Clearly they knew, like you yeah. said, it was the first thing that morning. So clearly they knew they weren't supposed to, they really rushed so? yeah, process, right. because they really, this process oh, but because they knew that they were up against, you know you know uh, uh, you know well, okay. up against his wishes so they had to make it happen really fast so with that said you know we said we're about to file a restraining order and they said uh. we've already completed it and i said how it's so early Ooh. how did you already do this like how did you do this so quickly and i actually said to lauren you know what i don't even believe them they could just be about starting and Ooh. they're just saying it to cover their asses I said, I don't believe a word any of these people say. They said it's already done so that we'd back off. I said, I call bullshit. I said, I call bullshit. I believe that they might just be starting it, but they're trying to use the caveat of we already did it. They're trying to use that loophole and I'm not buying it. I said, they could just be starting it now. I mean, who knows? I mean, there's really no answers and we'll really never know the truth because they're so so corrupt and they're all working and, for, look, and they're all look, working. i together.
1: hate to you know i hate so to say but this is I mean, that's the kind of society that we live in because uh you know it, the corruption starts with the police and they're the ones that are supposed to be protecting us and everything else but it starts with them and it ends with the with the governor you know uh supporting all these no these of criminals, you know. And, you know, and I don't have nothing good to say about the the, the judicial system in, in Alabama or, or, or even, you know, because of, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, of course it's horrible. It's horrible everywhere, but I, I feel like it's exacerbated like yeah, times yeah, a thousand out yeah, in yeah. Alabama. I mean, I've never seen, and I've seen it all, but this is like a whole new level. It's almost like Alabama you isn't part that? of like you know, the United States. I mean, and again, we're already dealing with the corrupt and awful bias system, you know, that yeah. has racial undertones and yeah. everything, you know, in, in America. But it's yeah. like that much worse in Alabama. I mean, I any other state, I can't imagine they would and listen, I understand what they do to black men in this country, especially, you know, in, in jail and on death row, but in prison and on death row, but you know, the fact that we couldn't stop this execution, I have a hard yeah. time believing that we wouldn't yeah. be able to stop it in any other state. So I have one more question for you. I'm just curious, just because I, I never got to meet Nate, unfortunately, even though I feel like I I knew him because we spoke a lot, you know, the weeks leading up to the ten days yeah. leading up to, excuse me, his uh his execution. And, and, you know, and I've spoken to so many people and they've all said that he was he had the biggest heart and he was an extremely gentle soul. And, you know, everyone's the one thing that's been constant from everybody I've spoken to is that they've said Nate could never hurt a fly. I mean, Nate would never have shot anybody. He was a big heart. He cared about people. You know, he was gentle. What was your experience with him? Did you see that, you know, coming yeah. through in the last two years? Was he yes. still very gentle and kind? Yes, and look, uh, uh, what,
1: what they, what, no. Because jail can change uh, you. Prison can change uh, you.
0: Yeah,
1: even, even with that, that hard condition in the, in the prison, on death row and everything, I promise you, he was so gentle. He was so humble. I mean, I mean uh, uh uh he wouldn't even he didn't even raise his voice, you know. I never heard him raise his voice or yeah. or, or have any uh uh show any animosity towards anybody.
0: But yeah. but he
1: was just adamant yeah. about uh either they uh uh they absorbing or they they executed him, you know. He said, "That's you know, that's the way I feel about it, and, uh, and that's why I'm gonna stick to my guns," you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, he
0: was very bright, and he was very bright. very bright yeah, and was. very kind. He wrote an amazing yeah, yeah, poem. Yeah, was, I he left
1: was it, you know, and uh, uh, you know, like a uh, and you know, and that I was trying to reflect uh, you know, upon him saying it in person, you know. And uh, but still, you know, uh, you know, the uh uh being back there on death row, you know, uh, you know, you're in a in a, in a little cell, uh, uh and you know, you're in there twenty four, yeah, twenty three hours out of a day, you know. And uh you know that yeah. I know that uh if I was in a situation like that, that'd probably turn me into a beast, you know. You know but of course, I promise you, and of you know he that he was—he was gentle all the way to the end, to the last time that I talked with him, and, and which was in, uh, on in the death cell. Now, and, oh,
0: everybody said the same thing. Like he yeah. was just a kind and gentle yeah, and would never we were, have shot we,
1: anybody We made our prayers together we read together we hugged and kissed and everything and and uh you know i just i, I just wow it's, and you know i couldn't imagine him even being a part of a, a crime like that you know because of it you know
0: everybody said that everybody said that now, do you think they, and I, I have my opinion, but I'm, I'm not trying to lead you into yours. I just want you to give your honest opinion, obviously. Do you think that the jail did this intentionally so he'd have to be alone?
1: All uh, right, you know, to be honest with you, uh, you know, I feel that that's what they did, yeah. You know?
0: Me too. You know that that happened. Um, do you read the article that this happened to a different Muslim about uh, a few months ago? Same thing happened oh, that they denied and his and mom when, to the Oh, yeah. See, hold hold it. I'm going to send you the article when we hang up. So after, I mean, I already had my mind made up, my mind made up that this was, again, just another way for them to, you, yeah. know, you know, exercise their powers and
1: be yeah. cruel.
0: And I knew that in my heart, and I had no doubt at all. And then I saw that article and I was like, oh, man, I mean, yeah. you just, it's yeah, like you add insult I, to I, injury. I it's they like work, they keep...
1: you know?
0: Oh, they definitely did it intentionally. Tell you they how, wanted, how they wanted him to die alone
1: in Alabama home in prison, you know, the whole judicial system that we had another Muslim yeah, His name was his name was Vernon Madison. I, you know about him?
0: I don't I'm, yeah. but I'm gonna go uh, Vernon was, Madison
1: uh, uh, accused of uh, okay. killing a policeman in Mobile and which you know uh, and and his story was that he told me that uh, you know, the the officer came up to him and you know, and basically, you know, he had a white girlfriend and and he said, yeah, you need to stop messing with these uh with these white girl uh, uh nigga, you know, and that uh and that uh, he reached down towards under oh. underneath the seat and Madison felt that he was gonna come out with a gun or something like that, and boom, took out his gun and shot him. Now.
0: Right.
1: Uh, now uh that that case I knew about it when it happened and everything in Mobile. But the thing about it was that he became Muslim on death row and uh and the thing about it was uh a week prior to them uh executing uh Nathaniel, he died in prison because they refused to give him his medication. Oh, I did hear about it. I did hear about went him. to a diabetic coma and passed the, and, and died. So
0: that yeah. is so horrific. The whole I, I just I, home and I uh, I just Alabama needs to be canceled. Like they just they need something. Like there needs to be a boycott. I mean, what they have, what they continue to do and get away with, is. Yeah. I was gonna say it's murder, but literally yeah. it is. I mean, it's like an expression; they're getting away with murder. But literally, in this situation, they are. I mean, we're literally—we're yeah. not, you know, using—you know—we're not using a—you know—a yeah. cinema. So, like they and, really and are getting the, away with murder. And
1: the word was on that was on going around on death row was that they want this nigga dead.
0: Oh, they want them all dead. I mean, they are the most racist, backwards, you know, heartless, cruel. Oh, man. I, I, mean I don't have enough that. words for these people. I have never seen, and I've seen it all, and I've never seen anything yeah. this, you know, to this level. I mean, to the degree of the hate and the. It's like you know. I watched uh, Selma the movie no, the other night. No. Did you watch Selma? I said, you know, nothing's changed. Like for, it's been, you know, fifty-five years. And the speech wow. MLK gave in, in Selma could apply to exactly. He, literally, we could have given that exact yeah. speech in Alabama last week. I mean, I was like, it's unbelievable that it's been fifty-five years, and the exact speech MLK gave in Selma, you know, fifty-five years ago, could hold true for you know wow. Nathaniel Woods for Nate Woods today. We would have Yeah. Uh, well, I really appreciate your time, Yusuf. I know you're busy and, you know, you are appreciated and I'm going to send you some articles when we hang oh, up, right. but I really appreciate you taking the time. And if there's anything else you want to add, you know, so we have it documented, you're free to say anything else. Otherwise, I'm oh, going to send uh, you some articles you and we'll keep in ideas. touch. <laughs> oh,
1: all right. I, I appreciate all right, you, you too. We'll
0: be in touch a lot for sure. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks, Yusuf.